rattled. <laughs> um, episode one, Katie. We made it. We did it. We, we, the real the real struggle was getting from trailer to now, and we we did it this far. We so climbed the mountain. Thanks for hanging in there with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks so much for following us on Instagram. It's really exciting. <laughs> we have like 50 followers. Yeah, we're getting there. It's crazy. We're like famous now. Um, Katie, how are you doing today? Oh, Becca. <laughs> how am I doing today? That's a great question. Um, feeling, feeling this week. It's been like a long week, but there's been some fun moments for sure. Mm-hmm. We uh, went to the art gallery we on did. Saturday. And what did we see at the art gallery, Becca? We saw an anti-mask rally. It was anti-mask among anti-other things. A lot of anti-things. It was interesting. Shout out Vancouver. Stay smart, everybody. Yeah, I I was a bit worried for our car, but... <laughs> yeah. We, we made, made it. it. Dear. How's your week going, Becca? Um, yeah, my week's been good. It's been chill. I am so thankful that the sun has been sticking around. Like, I literally thought two weeks ago that the sun was going away forever. So, any of that beautiful, beautiful rays that we can get later into the year, I'm really excited. Me too, me too. Gotta, uh, yeah, every time I see the sun out, I'm like, well, cancel the plans. I'm driving to <laughs> yeah, Vancouver. Exactly. Let's go to the beach. <laughs> yeah. It's still really cold out, but we're going to go swimming. <laughs> we also want to shout out um, our friends who've been sending us nice messages about our Taylor podcast. Yeah. Thanks it was so, so nice. <laughs> and also just so exciting and encouraging just to see. I've gotten like a lot of messages from people of heavy things that they've experienced within church or um in christianity and yeah i'm just excited that we get to like hear those things and hopefully have a chance to talk about that and um i don't know it just feels really exciting to share share in those things with people and and then it creates this like community people that have been through similar things and to feel like oh like i'm not the only one that's experienced that or Mm. i'm not the only one that like struggles with a b and c and d so keep sending those things in because it's been really encouraging for me and I know it's been really encouraging for Becca too. Mm -hmm. I was actually talking to my mom about our podcast the other day and I was saying to her um, that we're trying to just create a space for conversations to happen about things that the church doesn't love to talk about and my mom even got excited about it. She was like, that's so great. Like, the Christian world really needs just a space to talk about stuff like that. And I was like, thanks, Mom. That's really nice. (laughs) So encouraging. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's kind of just the vision of what we're doing with this podcast is just creating a space for conversation. We, Katie and I, don't claim to have the right or wrong answers. I mean... Our opinions we think are right because they're our <laughs> yeah. opinions but um yeah we don't want to be like gatekeepers in any way or or arbiters of truth but we just want to create a space where um yeah we can talk about hard stuff that maybe the christian world doesn't feel super comfortable talking about and um 
yeah, we just want to get into the into the gray. That's what Katie said a lot to me. Just diving into the gray, living in the gray. Living in the gray. <laughs> I wore gray today. <laughs> yeah, you did. You can't she, see it, but <laughs> it's okay. Next time. That's <laughs> the uniform for our, our podcast recording. Yeah, we're yeah, we're just really excited to talk about these things. And I think um, for our first official episode, we really wanted just to get to know well, Beck and I know each other pretty well. And you probably all know us, but <laughs> more about how we landed and how we like got here and things that we feel like God's been teaching us, things that we feel like um, we've been struggling with or things that have been rattling us. So um, yeah, this episode, we're going to kind of just process more of that, talk more about those things. And yeah, so we'll kind of dive into it. Yeah. Which is really exciting. I'm going to interview Becca. <laughs> So for those of you who don't know Becca, if you listened to the intro episode, you would have learned some really great things about (laughs) Becca. Um, But yeah, no, Becca is like super great and I've just learned so much from her in this season and um, yeah, she just always makes me laugh and I'm really excited for you guys to hear from her because I think she has a lot of important things to say. And so Becca, the first question I have for you is what has Jesus been teaching you lately that's a great question katie (laughs) thank you for asking no problem um i've been on a real journey with the lord uh in the last i don't know i think a really significant journey in the last year but um especially since whenever that was june um that black lives matter movement started and um well not started but really geared up um and then just working through uh, the whole white supremacy situation in me, um, I think I've had a really interesting and significant journey with Jesus through it. Um, yeah, I think in my Bible reading, a theme that's been coming up in recent months has been about faith and what it means to have faith and this is a really existential question like what does it mean when we're asked to just have faith or not just have faith but what does it mean for us to have faith and work out our faith and um like live from a place of faith is something i've been just reading about and learning about and Thankfully, in the books of the Bible that I've been reading, it's been coming up a lot of what does it look like and um, how do I live a life of faith when I don't even really know what it means, (laughs) like, ironically, (laughs) as a Christian person, like, what is faith and what does it mean for my life? Um, So, I mean, a slight conclusion To that is, even today, I'm going to flip through my journal here. We're sponsored by Thread Journals. (laughs) We 100% are sponsored by Thread Journals. If you don't have one, get one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let me actually flip back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, all of these. So this is from a couple days ago. um, From Romans 12, verse 1 says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, 
to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Like, wow, what does it look like to just offer my life to him as a living sacrifice and have that be like a way that I'm working out Hmm. my faith? I don't know. It's very convoluted. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. That is the journey that I've been on with Jesus lately is defining this word faith and how does it actually look in my like daily life. Um, yeah, it's been really interesting, challenging, mind-bending, significant in a lot of ways. How would you say that like that piece of faith and things you've been learning in Black Lives Matter, like, how do you view that correlating? Mm. Um, I think a major part of faith for me um, as, like, a eternal optimist is hoping for something better in the future and believing that something better is going to happen in the future. So with the racial justice conversation, I think that's the only thing that keeps me going in a lot of ways is like I have to believe that God is like is doing something really powerful and good through all of it and Mm -hmm. like to be a part of the movement is to like honor him and um and to work out my faith to Mm -hmm. like to say oh I, I really believe that this is a biblical idea racial justice and if i believe that god is working to um reconcile the world to himself then i have to join in and work out my faith in that way that's really cool (laughs) it's been encouraging for me because i feel like i'm the more pessimistic person (laughs) and you're very optimistic but it is true like yeah you have to have that like hope especially in this season otherwise it just becomes so overwhelming (laughs) yeah but totally um my other question for you becca is so in this journey of reconciliation or even just your own faith journey how have you gotten here so what are those things that like have helped you land where you where you are now Mm -hmm. um actually i've been reflecting on this lately i don't know if i've told you about this but um in my thread journal prayers for a couple years I've been praying for Jesus to transform my heart to be more like him and maybe it seems like not that significant of a prayer but really looking back um I really see him doing that like really transforming my heart at an accelerated pace (laughs) since I've asked him to do that. So I think that's a really good backdrop for um, how I got here is like me really asking him to make me more like him. And yeah, I think that's really cool actually to to reflect and be like, yeah, he actually is answering that prayer like every day I'm being made more like him. Um, But in addition to that, um, I think a book I'm reading right now that Katie's read a bunch of times uh, Me and White Supremacy it's not written by a Christian person but it's written with just this desire for 
restoration in mind and um it absolutely rattles my life every single day (laughs) that I read it which is unreal um so that's been really significant I'm also reading a book called 21 things you may not know about the Indian act um which is uh got a Canadian lens so these like books that are not really books that I would have picked up before um just about like society and how we got here Mm. are really like bringing me to a place of understanding that I I never would have gotten before (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) yeah those are both really great books Mm -hmm. and yeah it's so interesting I feel like it's been a season of like these are a lot of things that I'm reading and learning that aren't your typical air quote Christian section in the library. Mm-hmm. And I've been learning more about God like in those in those books. It's been really cool. 100%. I feel like every time I used to go into like Indigo before, I would hit um, like the fun cookbooks in the front of the store. And then I'd make, oh, and then you go to like the home section. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. They're so cute. But then I'd like hit the Christian whatever spirituality section and see what's going on over there. And those are kind of like the main parts of the bookstore that I would go to and or like business or something to find like a book about design. But it's it's wild. What a concept that (laughs) reading ideas from outside of your own circle really open up your mind. Yes, I love that. (laughs) So true. I'm a little embarrassed to say what section that I go to with the indigo, but uh, I'm more nerdy than than you are. (laughs) That's really cool. Uh, And finally, Becca, what's something that's been rattling that you've been learning? What is something that I've been learning that is rattling? Um, I mean, just to carry on with the racial justice, me and white supremacy conversation, something incredibly rattling that I'm learning. So I am um, half Chinese and half Scottish. So I am a, both a visible minority and I am white. So I've learned a lot about how I have participated in white supremacist uh, systems as even a woman who is white passing but doesn't look super white and that has been truly rattling to me um i've talked with katie a little bit about how i have learned that i like to lean into certain identities based on the situation so um i am free to reap the benefits of a white supremacist society because i have my dad's last name so it's Scottish and understandable by most people. Um, I get interviews probably based on that. Um, my family has been a part of the white supremacist society, so we're in a better off place socially because of that. Um, but when the race conversation comes up, I really like to lean into my Chinese identity and say, oh, but I'm Chinese, like, I'm the victim in all of this. Um, But what I'm learning is that 
No, I've actually really been a part of these systems and there's a lot of unlearning to do, a lot of repenting to do, um, yeah, and a lot of just reconciling with all of these points in my life that I didn't even know I was oppressing others in, um, and just literally continually every day (laughs) realizing that I too am a part of the problem Mm -hmm. and um, yeah in our individualistic society we hate to admit that we are but I'm really trying to learn how to do that better Hmm. so that's rattling (laughs) (laughs) absolutely is (laughs) oh thanks Becca yeah thanks Katie for asking me questions (laughs) Um, now it's my turn. You can hear less about my voice and more with Katie's voice. Um, Katie, similar question. What has led you to where we are today? Yes, that is a big question, which, um, yeah, it was funny. We were talking about this before and I was like, I don't know if what I'm going to say makes any sense. So, uh, that's what might happen. And you (laughs) might think I'm more confused than, than I started. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) That's probably my journey has been that, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's just been through, like, a a big spark would definitely be in the spring um, with Black Lives Matter movement and just the similar journey that Becca's been on with um, unlearning some, like, a lot of biasy things that I had and a lot of racist things in my art that I had and bringing that to to God and being like wow I like didn't even know or it just felt too or maybe I did know and it just felt too hard or heavy to put in the work um so that's really stemmed a lot of these conversations and and more than that just like looking at a lot of these injustices not just in in racial inequality but you know with gender with LGBTQ with with all these things and then looking at that like this doesn't seem to line up with what I know about Jesus and but no one is talking about that and it, and when I look at the Bible I, and I see Jesus and the way he lived his life I'm like he's the biggest advocate for the downtrodden and the outcast and the weak and the weary um, but I'm in a system in a church or whatever hierarchy system that only benefits a certain people and and so that's been really hard for me to like understand and come to terms with and then as I've been processing this I've had really awesome conversations with with so many people in this season who are also wrestling with these two worlds and and so yeah I think that's been like a big part of my journey and and like Becca is the optimist which is really awesome but I tend to be in the more like wow what is life what's the point like I've had so many like crises like these past couple weeks of like what am I doing like what do I believe um but like people like Becca or like other people in my life have like who have been wrestling with these things have been pointing me back to like Jesus and I think that's really important too for me in this season um so yeah all of that being said I think like this has all led me to like question so many things but be okay with that and I think I think that's an important part of like our faith journey is to deconstruct 
the systems of Christianity and deconstruct like unhealthy things that are damaging to people um, while looking to Jesus and seeing how he still like lived in that messy brokenness and love people in regardless of that so yeah <laughs> hopefully that made sense but yeah I think it made sense yeah, okay <laughs> um I'm gonna throw you a curveball question Ooh. is there <laughs> is there a story about Jesus in the bible that really like gets you stoked oh I said stoked the, <laughs> the forbidden word we can't um, say it anymore <laughs> too many times last time <laughs> Is there, a, yeah, a story about Jesus that you just, like, use as your guiding light or something that you, a story that you just love and gets you really excited? Um, yeah, oh, man, there's so many. Like, <laughs> there's so many. Um, I get really excited personally, and probably because I'm a woman, but I get really excited when I read stories in the Bible of how Jesus interacted with women because it was so revolutionary and, um... Yeah, like people just didn't give women the time of day in that time. And Jesus was the one that was um, intentionally seeking them out and having conversations. Um, Mary and Martha is like a story that I think about. And that's been a really impactful story for me in my own faith journey. Um, But I really love, I relate to both Mary and Martha Mm. in different seasons of my life. But I think I'm really trying to lean into like, um, where Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet and he's just like, learn- she's just learning and like hearing what he has to say. And she's saying like, Mary chose what was most important and that was to be with me in his presence. And um, I don't know. I just like, I love that picture because A, that was like a radical thing for a woman to even be in a room with a man. And then also to have this like posture of being taught. Mm-hmm. Women weren't really allowed to be taught anything other than like, at home by their husbands and then Jesus like affirming that in Mary and saying like she chose what was important Mm. and I think yeah I think that's been really orientating me towards Jesus like hey I just want to be in that like posture and um yeah and as a woman in ministry it is difficult (laughs) often and that that is a, a story that always brings me back to to like nope Jesus values women, values what they have to say. And like, there's so many examples of that. So I think that's one of many <laughs> that I can think of. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Katie, what fires you up about these conversations? I just pictured like fire flames and like the sound effects. And like, it being like, a, what fires you up? Oh, anyway. <laughs> Because I get excited about it, but um, yes, what fires me up about these conversations? I think the biggest thing is that they're happening. I think that's what gets me so excited, um, especially when I have conversations with so many people about like all of these these hard, messy things. Um, it just brings this beauty and like freedom and vulnerability into like messy, hard things. Because I just, I don't love, like, the pretty packaged answers or the pretty packaged, like, this is how you follow Jesus. Or, like, mm. don't question these things because we have to, this is exactly what the Bible says and just do it. Mm. Um, I think you, 
when you are invited into conversations like that, you learn so much more about who God is. And I think that's a big thing that I've been like learning through these kind of conversations is I get to see like a whole nother side of God that I never got to see before because I'm learning from people who aren't like me or don't think like mm-hmm. me. And even people that like don't, wouldn't call themselves Christians or say they have like a faith, like I get to see a piece of God in that. And to me, that's really cool and just gets me not stoked, but <laughs> gets me so excited. So yeah, I don't know. And even just, we mentioned it a little bit before, but just having little conversations with some friends this week since we released like the trailer and having conversations with those people and being like, man, this gets me so excited because I don't like, obviously there's something that is keeping people from Jesus and let's talk about what that is because I don't think it's from Jesus. So yeah, that's mm. what fires me up. <laughs> I love I love it when you get fired up, Katie. It's so much fun. <laughs> um and my last question for you is what is something that's rattling that you've been learning? <sighs> yep. <laughs> Literally everything is so rattling. <laughs> Um, what's a, um, yeah, I'll keep it short and sweet. (laughs) There's something, I think a big thing that's rattling me lately is like the time it takes for people to understand or process certain things that are like, are you kidding me? That like, this is biblical. It lines up with like everything we're about. And like, how are you not at this point? Mm. Um, but I think. I had a conversation with someone yesterday and they said to me repentance leads to action which I think that's been a season of me and Becca just Mm -hmm. like sitting in this like man we (laughs) don't know what we don't know and we're we are messy broken humans that need forgiveness and that's led us to like want to change um but he said to me but sometimes action leads to repentance and so I think that's like a rattling thing for me because I'm like, but it shouldn't be that way. Like people should just know that they're mm. that they're part of the problem, and and that's like not the reality, unfortunately. So which is which is rattling, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like giving me this like different kind of mindset to be like, okay, then how do we get people from action to repentance, which is also rattling. It's just a rattling journey because I just want people to get it, but it's okay. <laughs> We're all on a journey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. A wild flip. It is. (laughs) It is. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, We wanted to sort of leave the podcast listeners with some application ideas. Some things that you guys can do um, so that we're not just whatever talking into the world and then expecting everyone to do exactly as we say but um to really like wrestle with these questions as well katie did you want to talk any more about that yeah so yeah beck and i were talking about okay how do we process these things and i think for both of us like something that's helped us is having each other to (laughs) verbally process Mm -hmm. lots of things which now you guys get to hear (laughs) again not sure if you needed it but (laughs) here you are um but yeah so I think finding someone in your life that 
you can have these conversations with, I think is really important. Um, and finding safe people to do that with. And I would say like, those are conversations that you would go into not necessarily seeking an answer. So I think that's important. Mm -hmm. I think that's where, um, often with Christians, like when I'm trying to vocalize these things I'm wrestling with and then having people say like, well, like the Bible says this or like, and I think I'm, I think you just need someone to like sit in it with you and just be like, yeah, that's hard and not necessarily have the Bible school answer as to why. Um, and then finding those people that like can challenge you in your thoughts and what you're thinking. I, I think more than ever, it's like so important to just be in conversation with people that are different than you. I think that's the only way that you're going to really wrestle with things and have different perspectives. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to add to that, Becca. Yeah, no, that's really good. Um, yeah, I think the being okay with having no answer has been really enlightening to me. <laughs> just saying, like literally just saying, yeah, that's rattling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I think that's just a beautiful part of being in community with people is just sharing in um, like hard stuff. I think a picture of, of like Western Christianity, especially like North American Christianity is just being like happy-go-lucky um, people all the time with mm-hmm. like perfect lives but um I don't know if you can attest to this Katie but my life is not perfect <laughs> to like actually there's a lot of really hectic and frustrating and rattling things so why don't we sit in that together and um share in I don't know sadness sometimes mm-hmm. together yeah um and then bring that to the Lord together so I think yeah. that that's yeah super important part is just yeah accepting that sometimes there's no perfect answer and it's just like yeah that sucks <laughs> yeah and that's life <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the optimistic but <laughs> it's so true yeah yeah I think yeah Beck and I talk about that often we're both like in our mid late 20s and just like wow just thought we'd be somewhere else at this point and <laughs> no one gives you a manual to like how to do this season of life wrestling with faith wrestling with work life covid all the things so yeah but yeah i think yeah just if that would be something that you guys do this week it's just like sitting sitting with someone and just being honest and vulnerable and then asking each other like what is rattling you about life faith christianity like just start having those conversations and i would even like if some of you are in like church leadership like encourage like i don't know pastors or or people to talk about some of these things Mm because i think it's important i think a lot of us are looking for these kind of conversations Mm -hmm. and if you're so inclined we would love for you to DM us on Instagram about something that you're learning this week. Um, something that rattles you, maybe. Something that Jesus is teaching you. Something that you just learned about the world that you didn't know before. We would love to hear about it. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we'll start a segment on rattling things our listeners are learning. 
and just discuss what else people are learning in the world because we think that would be really fun and cool to hear about the journeys that all of you are on also yeah i think that'd be great so catch it on the insta <laughs> yeah <laughs> at rattle pod rattled pod <laughs> um yeah and then uh kind of our last little thing is that we are hoping to get some guests on here so don't know if you guys know but this is back in us first podcast <laughs> so we're really learning as we go we really are <laughs> we ordered mics and just assumed that's all you kind of needed <laughs> but thankfully Becca's good at like garage band garage band because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hopeless but um we would love to have some of our we have we have some just like I just want to say we have some really cool friends a hundred percent like such cool friends like I don't know I was thinking about like people I would want to talk to about things and I could think of like 30 people so good well, all, you have a lot more like, friends than me <laughs> no no just because I moved a lot um all who are just like kick-ass females too I'm like yeah. let's go let's go <laughs> so I really am excited to have some of them come on uh but bear with us as we figure out how do we even do that remotely yeah if you know how to oh, do that wow we would love give us a tutorial yeah DM us on Instagram <laughs> at Rattled Pod. <laughs> How to do remote podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're really excited. So yeah, we just, man, I don't know. I'm just, I get so fired up about our friend group sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're just so cool. Such cool people. But yeah. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Great episode, Katie. <laughs> if I do say so myself. Great job, Becca. <laughs> Patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks so much, everyone, again, for just the lovely things that you've said to us. I mean, if nothing else, it really, like, makes you feel good about yourself. So, thank you That's so true. much. <laughs> um, that was Rattled Pod rattled pod follow us on instagram instagram at rattled pod pod (laughs) and we'll see you next time see you next time bye Bye.